Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, August 24th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Full Spend Yacht Club AMA, hosted by the Cadena Project Network. Let's take a listen. Welcome, everybody. How's everyone doing today? Welcome to another AMA from KPN. Today, we're going to be talking with Full, Full Spend Yacht Club. So make sure you guys uh, join on in, share the uh, space out, tweet it around, get lots of people in here because it uh, should be a good space. So we'll just give it a few minutes for people to uh, work their way in and we'll get started here. Awesome. Thank you guys for having us as well. Of course. Make sure you guys go and uh, there's a tweet that was just shared. Make sure you guys go and uh, read that tweet, uh, share it, uh, comment with, uh, share it with your friends. Make sure to comment and everything because we will be giving away one free mint and three whitelist spots. But you have to be in the space to be able to be eligible, as well as do the things required in the tweet. So make sure you guys go and do that while we wait for people to join up. While we're on the topic of giveaways, we are also uh, nearing the end of the giveaway that we have going on right now with uh, Kadena Mining uh, Kadena Mining Club. We're giving away a Katie Box Miner. So make sure you guys go and check out our uh, twitter page and it will be the pinned tweet right at the top so click the gleam and make sure you guys get all your entries in so uh to get a chance to win a kd box miner and mine kda on your own so make sure if you're listening to go and share the tweet and share the space get more people in here tell all your friends like i said we will be doing some giveaways at the end of the ama so make sure to get in on that and check the tweet that is uh, pinned into the space here so make sure you guys get in on that and uh, we'll say maybe one two more minutes and then we'll definitely get things rolling here and get uh, get some questions and learn about uh, full spend yacht club and what they're bringing to the table all right well let's get this show on the road so welcome everybody to another ama with Kadena project network today we are speaking with full spend yacht club they are a Kadena mining nft uh, that's looking to get into the game with some really cool looking otter nfts so uh, let's get right into this so if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and the quick rundown i like to ask people of first how they got into crypto that little quick story and then uh, explanation of what full spend is all about so take it away yeah uh thanks for having us here firstly and my name is riley pettit i'm the founder of full spend yacht club uh where as 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 he said we're a uh, kadena mining project and we specialize in uh being as efficient with our mint income as possible in turn to provide our holders with the maximum amount of hash rate per dollar possible and I personally got into crypto uh, back when the AMC <laughs> craze was happening and subsequently then Dogecoin happened as well. 
and I made, you know, my first bit of money off of Dogecoin and uh, started my uh, social media, my TikTok, uh, giving away money and eventually realized that I wanted to buy back my Dogecoin that I had given away and learned that you could mine Dogecoin. And so then I started mining Dogecoin and that's kind of how I got into the whole mining space and the whole crypto space as a whole. Uh, prior to that, I just kind of dabbled around in Bitcoin and never really held more than $100 just because I wasn't sure of it. But yeah, that's how I got into crypto and mining. Awesome. Yeah, it's a, uh, you know, that's a good way to get into it is just kind of work your way into it and not, you know, do a little bit more research before just throwing all your all your savings and stuff, you know, let's just go hard right out of the door. So many people seem to do that and then just turns around and burns them because they have no idea of, you know, market trends and blah, blah, blah. Sorry about that. And so let's uh, let's go first into the NFTs themselves. You guys are basing them. Oh, sorry, my dog's going crazy. One second. No worries. He's just excited about mining Kadena, just like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, she's like she's like five pounds of white fluff. Go on, go downstairs. Adorable, adorable. <laughs> so, um, what made you guys go with otters? I know it's probably more along the lines of the fact that you know you're not going to make another ape or something like that, because it seems like that's people are always kind of leaning towards the same animals over and over in this NFT space. So it's really cool to see you going with a different animal. And these otters, I have to say, are very cute and very, uh, very cool looking. And the, the different traits I've seen so far with the sneak peeks and things are definitely interesting. So why don't you give a little bit, uh, um, a little bit of a talk about those? Yeah, most certainly. So uh, ever since our inception, we started without having a character, without any art. And we just had the concept that I brought from my own social media that uh, was I mined cryptocurrency, gave it away on my social media, and it did really well for me. And so it was a kind of a community decision. We didn't really, you know, when we, we started, we didn't really have a uh, artist or any really idea of what our, our character would be. And we wanted to let our community decide. And so our community kind of based it off of uh, what we could do that looked really good that we could make a humanoid version of what with like uh, keeping it relatable to, you know, a human and having more normal traits. Uh, one of the options that we uh, actually started developing was a whale. And uh, we, we kind of wanted to keep it in the aquatic area just because the yacht club, which was a uh, homage to uh, Board Ape Yacht Club, just because they were doing stuff in the real world and we wanted to provide real world value. So we thought, you know, keep it in brand of the Yacht Club. Let's do something that is aquatic. And we thought about whales. And after doing some artwork with them, uh, it's really hard to get a whale into a human shape. And then also have, uh, like, if you want to put headphones on a whale, they've either got to be super big or your whale has to be looking not like a whale. And so we were just looking for something that was super relatable to humans and, you know, was easy to have semi-human characteristics. And the otter is perfectly that, you know, you can just type an otter to any uh, GIF search engine and you'll find so many cute, uh, cute, adorable otters doing funny things that are just like humans. And it's, it's the same reason that we think that, uh, apes and 
you see a lot of cats, uh, just different things that are more relatable to humans and that have their own personalities. And so that's kind of what led us to decide to go with otters. And we're, we're happy with it. It's been turning out really well. It's been, it's been fun. And I think that, you know, otters work out. They're half land, half uh, water creatures. So kind of works with, uh, you know, just a whole, whole entire uh, kind of theme. And especially since we're going to be uh, most likely doing immersion uh, cooling for our miners, it, it just, it just fits really well. And, you know, so yeah, that's why we uh, chose to do otters. Yeah, I, uh, I definitely agree with you on the whole uh, choosing something that can be more humanized in shape. And yeah, a whale, I couldn't really see a way of you making a whale still look like a, have a human type body and still look like a whale. It just, it, it doesn't kind of make sense either. But what you guys have definitely come up with is very cool looking and very like uh, you can see like the different uh, traits and the different uh, skins and accessories and jackets like i really love like the punk one with the mohawk and the spike jacket and stuff like that now it says that you're going to have over 150 interchangeable traits now you want to maybe go over what some of the more rare or maybe some of your favorite ones are because there are lots of really cool little traits to these uh, otters yeah so the my favorite ones are the ones that we've been i've been personally putting out as our sneak peeks but we're also uh, we're gonna try as much as we can to include some of the more famous uh, traits that you've seen in just bigger collections. So we're gonna definitely have like laser eyes. Uh, we're gonna have you know just those different uh, standards that you always see. Uh, we're doing a bunch of kind of homages to the Terra space as well. Uh, I know that iced out bulls were a huge thing, so we're gonna be doing a, a bunch of different types of. Uh, iced out otters basically uh, another thing that we've seen that we really like is uh, and we're trying to implement is going to be uh, traits with kind of like uh, tattoos which hasn't been too prominent but in the projects that we've seen them on it looks super super awesome so we're just kind of taking a bunch of inspiration from a different a bunch of different projects and going with it and uh, we've actually updated we're aiming for 150 traits. However, it is looking as if we're going to be more around 100 to 110. However, we still have a few months to go. So, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be able to reach that target. And, uh, you know, so, yeah. That, that's still quite a few traits. That's still a lot to choose from. So I will say this, though, if you, I was looking at looking through the sneak peeks, if you're going to do tattoos, make sure you only do them in spots that are visible no matter what. Like it looks like the neck would be probably the best place to, to place them because you don't want uh, with it being completely generative. You know, I don't know if you're going to like, you know, if you put an arm tattoo and then all of a sudden it generates a jacket over top of that arm tattoo, the person's not really going to know unless they look at like the data or whatever for the yeah. NFT that it has the tattoo at all. <laughs> uh, we're actually doing a lot of work to ensure that uh, that is, you know, taken care of. And uh, one of the ways that you can actually do it is by uh, putting variables in the uh, code that generates them to uh, make it so that if one trait is selected that would cover up another trait, it kind of uh, rules out the other, you know, the other traits. So uh, say you had a face tattoo that would get covered by a pair of glasses or something. 
uh, we're, we're looking and trying to make sure that when it's coded, if that trait is selected, that it will uh, ensure that, okay, that trait's there. That means this list of traits can't be paired with it. And, you know, it's, we're, we're trying to make sure that it's balanced and that, you know, the rarities that we're hoping for will be, you know, prominent and go from there. But it's definitely something we've been thinking about, especially with, uh, uh, we're, we're trying to do a lot more layers. So we're going to have jackets, we're going to have shirts, we're going to have necklaces, uh, potentially backpacks. We're not sure if we're going to include them just because of the complexity of it all. But we're we're working hard to make sure that when they're generated, they won't be you know overlapped, and you'll you won't have one that has a trait that's only uh, visible in the metadata. Awesome! It's good to hear that you're thinking ahead about that kind of things because I've seen a few projects put out uh, put out NFTs where that was the case, and it's like it, it, it's it's still in the code and it still counts towards the rarity. But for people who you know they want to see it in on the NFT when they look at it, kind of thing, because you can't. It's like you know you can't show it off to your friends if it's covered underneath another trait, and that's a yeah, lot of the, the thing for a lot of people. Yeah, and if it's a rare trait, you know. You don't want to take up the one of 20 in the collection with being covered up by a less rare trait or something that's less desirable and then having less of those to, you know, be be available. And it also kind of goes back to us wanting it to be super relatable to uh, to everybody. So when you find that one otter that just you relate to so much, it has the perfect hairstyle, the perfect uh, clothing and all that stuff. We want people to be like, yep, this is, this is it. Let's, let's put it as our profile. I can relate to it. It represents me and, you know, having stuff covered up and not uh, layer correctly certainly will, you know, affect that. So we're, we're certainly, even though we're a mining project and our main focus is, you know, putting hash rate into people's pockets that generates them KDA. We think that, you know, having a good foundation is super, super important because we're, we're, we're genuinely trying to do something massive and something that'll potentially grow like, uh, you know, any of the huge NFT projects. And so we're, we're trying to cover all of the ends and be as coherent and complete of a project as possible. Now, this is uh, something I was looking through and it says that, 9,999. Any reason you didn't just go with the even 10K? Uh, I I really don't think there was a reason other than uh, just the aesthetic look of 9,999. It certainly would have been easier to say 10K. <laughs> I, I kind of think of it in the sense that, you know, uh, I used to work in retail and that's, you know, one of the retail tricks of saying something is nine dollars and you know 95 cents people automatically see that nine dollars and think it's cheaper than something that's only exactly ten dollars and it's like yeah you're saving like five cents you know like they don't they think it's you know oh this huge savings so like a lot i know a lot of people when they see 10k uh projects they're just like you know oh you know there's just another you know there's if unless there's an actual reasoning behind it and breakdown behind the structure of how you know the nfts will be used in the future if it's just like an nft that's just generative art or something like that people look at 10k now and they're just like mm, kind of pass you know that's a a huge number of nfts but in this case it's, it's different because what you're doing is uh, linked to real world actual use cases it's not just a piece of art that sits in your wallet yeah and i was gonna you made me think i was like maybe Maybe that is why I just 
just because it looks a little bit better. But, you know, in the end of the day, our goal isn't quite about, you know, worrying about floor price and all that stuff. Although, you know, everything we're doing for the project will certainly bring that along. But the reason we selected our, you know, uh, the amount of mints that we had and the price for mints was really just based around, uh, you know, what the most efficient scale of our data center that we're going to build is and ensuring that we're using a small enough percent of the uh, mint funds for infrastructure that allows us to maximize the cost of infrastructure to the cost of miners. And that's a huge issue with uh, mining at home. And uh, before I moved moved my mining, my mining project out of my home, uh, it, it was just so, so costly per miner where you'd just be getting, you know, potentially up to like a thousand to $2,000 per space for a miner and, you know, having to deal with it in your home and all that. So that's kind of why we ended up choosing the uh, 10K. Uh, we were going to do a 20K collection, but we figured uh, charge a little bit more per NFT, do a little bit less in the, in the, uh, know available nfts and that'll still be right in that perfect balance of what we're planning to raise in total and being able to maximize the you know effectiveness of our mint funds for you know building the infrastructure that's going to be the least cost per miner and then result in the most profitability yeah that, that's perfect because you know it's all about roi when it comes to people that invest in projects like this. So uh, let's speak a little bit more on the data center itself. Um, now, have you, uh, is this something that has been completely planned out, mapped out? Like, how, do you have property already picked out? Uh, what all can you tell us about that? Yeah, so uh, I currently have a smaller data center that I'm currently mining in. So we are going to fill that up with our pre-sale NFT funds. And then for the, uh, and that's located in Colorado where I live. And for the uh, official full-scale data center, uh, we are currently uh, basically redeveloping and looking at a few different options. We hired a engineer. And so he has been a huge help in kind of pointing out uh, anywhere that we could maximize and you know be more profitable, save more money. And with that, we've decided that we're going to look into doing immersion cooling. So uh, immersion cooling is a lot, a little bit more technical than the standard uh, air cooling that I'm used to. So it's a great, great to have his help. And, you know, he was uh, listed as one of the top 20 engineers under the age of 40, which is just super awesome that he, you know, happened to stumble upon our project and be willing to work with us. And our data center, uh, we're currently looking at a few different locations. I know we're looking at possibly Wyoming. We're looking at Colorado. Uh, we're looking at Texas. And so we don't have we don't have a piece of property locked in yet, but we have multiple options in every different state. And I'm actually just started working with my realtor to start, uh, you know, visiting the properties, uh, seeing pricing, seeing about just every all those little details and making sure they could work and so yeah we're we're we have uh, our our previous plans for our data center being air cooled which we can always fall back on and we've planned that for texas and we've have we have it all pretty much built out and 
uh, you know, ready to deploy whenever we need to. And so, yeah, that's, it's kind of, kind of a lot. And we're, we're not just doing, you know, one build out and then saying, all right, we've got the plans. We're good. We're truly trying to look at uh, the benefits of, okay, if we, you know, host the data center somewhere that has a uh, lower ambient temperature, uh, how will that affect the amount of fans that we need to buy? And Therefore, the amount of electricity they're going to use extra because there's more fans needing to push more air because the air is hotter and so forth. And especially with the uh, the immersion setup, it, it helps to have a lower ambient temperature. And so we're, you know, we're, we're looking at all, all the different options and uh, we're, we've been it's been really awesome uh, seeing all the different uh, ways that we can go about it, especially with our engineers help. And so. No, that was a lot. Uh, I hope hope that answered the question. And of course, if there is anything else that I said or anything that you want me to dive into, I would love to. No, for sure. Uh, it's things that there's so many things that you could definitely take into consideration. Like, uh, for example, uh, if you're thinking of Texas, you're definitely going to be dealing with longer per, uh, periods of warmer temperatures throughout the year. Whereas if you're in Colorado, depending on how far north you are in Colorado, you know, you're going to have it where it's going to cost you less to run things in the winter than it is in the summer. So there's lots of things you're definitely going to be able to look into there, as well as when it comes comes to the states as to which states offer the best for like say tax rebates for green energy and things like that so if you do plan on going solar which i've read in your paper is the plan to be completely self-sufficient when it comes to energy needs which really is about the only way that proof of work uh mining is going to move forward without you know causing too many problems even though if you look at the math it's not really, you know, comparable to other things in the world. Bitcoin's not really that bad of an energy waste. But um, yeah, there's so many different things you can you have to look into when it comes to setting up a facilities like this. So like, you know, you got places like that are making facilities up in Alaska because of the fact that, you know, it's pretty much cool all the time up there. So keeping your systems cool would be just completely easy. But definitely immersion is definitely going to help hugely and just going through the different ways that you can, you know, the different aspects and things you definitely have to take into. Most certainly. And uh, with our solar and becoming sufficient on our solar, uh, we're going to let that actually be up to the DAO we've decided. So uh, there's a lot of uh, benefits to it and there's a lot of downside to it where uh, we could be putting that money back into, uh, you know, buying more miners and then just continuing to purchase solar energy instead of becoming self-reliant. We've decided that instead of me being like, oh yes, this is going to be best for the project. We'll just have, uh, you know, in-depth breakdowns of different ways that we could go when that time comes. And we're going to let the DAO kind of decide and, you know, go from there. And uh, that's also what's going to be really cool about our pre-sale is that uh, if there's something comparable, like say the, you know, the cost of having additional cooling outweighs the, you know, uh, higher electricity costs in a different state. Uh, when we have our pre-sale and when we start implementing and finalizing the uh, build out for the data center, we're going to be as much as we can. We're going to be uh, polling the pre-sale buyers to see what they think would be best for the for the project and going from there. And of course, we'll keep them as 
completely informed as possible and you know see see where it takes us well i i definitely would have to say that if i was part of the dao and had a say in where you go forward in your energy uh path would definitely be to look into going either solar wind anything that you could get that would be self-sufficient now it doesn't necessarily have to be 100 percent where all your energy comes from because you're going to have to hook into a grid no matter what mostly for insurance purposes they don't you know they're like oh you have to be part on the system blah 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 but you know, a lot of places like I'm looking. I'm looking into solar for the house that I plan on building in the coming future, and uh, looking into you know the things that are come along with that. So you don't have to necessarily you know be off grid. You could definitely purchase power from a local like uh, uh, wind wind farm or solar farm if something like that is locally nearby. So there's definitely lots of options you're going to have to look into, and the fact that you're going to put it up to the community's choice is uh, really a, a good way to move forward. Now, you did mention a DAO, so let's talk a little bit more about the DAO. Now, with most DAOs with projects, DAOs usually involve some kind of funds behind them that they'll be able to choose to use to do things like giveaways or events and stuff like that. Or will this DAO be mostly just strictly for voting purposes? Like you own X amount of NFTs, so you get X amount of weight in the voting. Yeah, so it definitely will be based on the amount of NFTs you get, and that's how many votes you get. And it will be a little bit of both. So since we're going to be a mining project, uh, we're going to we're we obviously we're planning to upkeep and maintain the miners and then replace them at the end of their life. And obviously, running a data center will need employees and stuff like that. So we're going to be withholding ten percent for the eventual replacement and potential repairs needed for miners. And then we're going to be hold, withholding 10% for uh, just the operations of full spend, uh, making sure that we have the staff to run the data center and make sure everything goes uh, to plan. Uh, with both of those, uh, any excess funds that we have will be controlled by the DAO. And the DAO will be able to vote on a lot of different things, such as uh, if, if the 10% say, uh, we hit the the next uh, bull run and we're at some crazy peak prices and we've been withholding that 10% and Kadena's at, you know, $200, let's just say, to put, you know, something crazy, right? And uh, we'll, we'll let the DAO decide, should we liquidate these funds and hold them and maybe a miner comes into the market that is way cheaper, has way more hash power, uh, the, the DAO, we're going to put all of that stuff up to a vote and uh, you know, let them kind of choose what we do and how we go into the future. Uh, minimally, we're going to replace miners. You know, we we have a baseline covered, but if market conditions present themselves and we, you know, can take advantage of it, we'll we'll definitely put that up to a vote for the DAO. And additionally, if the DAO uh, wants to vote on potentially withholding funds from the miners to do different things. Uh, I I don't see an issue with that, and you know we can you know go forward with that, and so it's going to be a little bit of both, where they're certainly voting to help steer the ship, so to speak, steer the yacht, <laughs> and also there will be potential where uh, we're going to have income coming in from the secondary markets and different stuff like that, where there will be funds to use, and we can vote what to do. And it could be anything. Maybe we want to have a Otter Fest or maybe we want to 
buy a yacht for us all to hang out on every now and then, you know, whatever it is, we'll, it, it, you know, so it's going to be a little bit of both. Certainly, uh, certainly interesting and it's going to be fun to see, uh, you know, how we do it and, uh, what we decide to do as a collective. Uh, additionally, uh, we do have our, uh, our giveaways that we're going to be doing, which is you can either pool your, or you can either stake your otter into, uh, receiving hash rate, or you can sacrifice your hash rate, uh, give it back to the project. And then we will, uh, take the funds from there and we'll do different giveaways that are, you know, only for the people that sacrifice their mining power by staking it to that pool. And that, uh, that will be kind of like a sub DAO. So say you decided that you entered into, uh, you know, you sacrifice one of your otters. So uh, one of your 10 otters and you want to participate in some giveaways and potentially get a larger sum of Kadena sooner than, you know, holding your uh, mining power. Uh, that, that group will be able to, you know, vote on maybe we want to do a challenge in real life and we select 10 people, we fly them out and then they get to compete in a, you know, a YouTube video. And uh, then we take the income from that YouTube video, ad revenue and all that, put it right back into the Dow treasury and so forth. So there's just so many potential things. Maybe we just want to do a, you know, draw, draw numbers from a hat and see which NFT but the people that stake into that pool will be able to vote on that. So we're, we're going to try to have it be as, as much of a, you know, a digital autonomous organization as possible and let, uh, let everything be up to our holders to vote on that as long as it won't be to a detriment of the project. And so it's uh, with that, we're going to have to certainly uh, build a, a advanced DAO infrastructure. So we're planning to have a entire portion of our uh, hub to, you know, house that and host that and provide that to, to happen. And uh, how we're looking into uh, letting the, letting the holders kind of uh, bring votes to the table is we're going to do uh, as far as I'm, as I know, and uh, we're going to be implementing kind of like a voting system or not a voting, but a petition system. So you can post uh, different ideas to a petition board. And then if you get a certain amount of uh, um, signatures from wallets that hold or votes, you could say, then uh, that'll be brought forward to a different round where it'll be, you know, officially voted on and then potentially implemented. So uh, we definitely, we're definitely going to, a big part of our project is certainly going to be, uh, you know, having that DAO and having it be a a big piece of infrastructure that isn't just, uh, you know, a Discord channel where once you're verified, you can go vote with reactions and whatnot. So, yeah, our DAO is going to hopefully and certainly will be a huge part, uh, you know, as big as we all want it to be. It's up to us. and so. Uh, it's going to be cool to see. And yeah, that's, that's the whole rundown of our DAO, but you know, our project, when it started, it was our, our motto is built by you for you. And we're going to keep it that way, you know, and the DAO is going to be a massive, massive tool in, you know, 
just fulfilling that goal and keeping, you know, the power in everybody's hands. The moment you said, you know, they could take their otter and put it into this other pool for giveaways and things. The thing that popped right into my head was a 50-50 doing like a, you know, where 50% of the funds raised by all the NFTs that get put into the pool uh, get go back into the DAO and one person gets the other half, you know, that was the first thing that popped into my head and was like, that would be so cool. Like if I owned 10 of these once a week, I'd be throwing my DAO into that 50, 50, you know, have it like maybe once a week, I'd be at least throwing one of them in just for that chance, you know, like, cause those are such a, a big draw and money makers at like sporting events and things like that, that that was just like, automatically i was like that's gonna definitely have to be one of them i do like that idea i do like that idea and i mean that's another one of those ideas that it's we'll certainly have our DAO uh be able to vote on that so uh you know we'll be able to put it and say should we tax the giveaway funds and keep a percentage of it you know and then we'll be able to vote 10 percent, 20 percent, 30 percent, 50 percent and how much goes back to you know giving away and uh, that's the cool thing is it's it, this this entire project has been an accumulation of everybody's amazing ideas and so you know you got to get an otter you you got to you got to put that up for vote i like the idea yeah uh, it's it's great having the uh, community take you know really lead the path because it's the community that's buying into the project that's you know bringing you the initial revenue to be able to go and set this all up and everything now i was looking into the way that's broken down you're looking at uh 80 to 85 percent going to purchasing miners five to ten percent going to the data center that leaves a five to ten percent difference just curious where the five to ten percent difference goes yeah so the five to ten percent is going to go into the developments so everything we've been doing currently you know, got to pay our engineer, we got to pay our artist, we got to pay, you know, just all the different things that go into development. And our goal has always been to keep that as as low as possible, just so that, you know, 90% of all of our income is going into uh, mining. And uh, I should note that with the immersion mining facility, that is going to bring up the uh, the cost just because of the immersion uh, infrastructure. So uh, it's safest to say that 90% guaranteed is going into mining and what that split is going to look like. We'll definitely post uh, as, as soon as we are, you know, finalized and locked into it. But with that being said, uh, if we do immersion cooling, we're going to be overclocking. So the additional uh, 10 to 15 maybe 20% uh, that will go into infrastructure to enable that will be outweighed by the additional 40, uh, roughly 40% uh, overclock that we can do. So we'll put, you know, 10 to 20% more into the infrastructure, but we'll get another 40% out. So it's certainly worth it. And that is what is looking to be the uh, highest hash rate per NFT, which is, you know, that's, that's, what, we're, that's what we all want. So uh, confidently, we can say that 90% of the funds are going directly into mining and then 10% is being held for developments and so forth.
Awesome. Yeah. Just, you know, it's always good to be very upfront about those kind of things because people will always look into the numbers after the fact and be like, you know, oh, you know, where did this go and where did that go? But uh, you guys definitely seem to have it all planned out and everything. And of course, you know, there is going to be initial upfront costs that you guys are putting in right now. So uh, that's definitely, um, definitely doable. I, I see. I don't why, see why anyone have, would have any uh, issues with that. So now going back into the NFTs, a little bit more information about them themselves. Go on. Go. Um, would they look... One second. Hold on. And while he's doing that, I'm good. I just want to say that uh, we are releasing our official white paper here soon. So uh, we'll have more up-to-date uh, quantities for a hash rate that we're going to be expecting and more up-to-date information on uh, the immersion mining, how the breakdown of the, uh, you know, building the facility will be. And so uh, that'll hopefully, you know, answer some of the, be more in-depth and more upfront about uh, the percentages and where they're going. Still be 90% going into the mining and giving, making, you know, provide a hash rate for you guys. But I just thought that would be good to put out there that within the next few days, we will probably by Monday, we'll, we'll be releasing our official white paper. Uh, we're just tidying up some few things. We have it all uh, all done and we're just letting our entire team view it, review it and all that stuff. So definitely looking good. Yeah, sorry about that. I, I love my dog, but she is she's a bit of a yapper. Uh, well, I have to say, if, if your white paper is anywhere half as good as your uh, light paper is, it should be an awesome read because your light paper was extremely well laid out and uh, very interactive and very uh, just a lot of information and really lays things out really elegantly and uh, pretty much, you know, answers any questions that you may have yourselves. That's pretty much where I have been just pulling most of my questions from because it's just so laid out and lots of information. Now, uh, going back to what my question was going to be about the NFTs is uh, what exactly? So if I buy, say, 10 NFTs, uh, how are you going to be breaking them down? Is it going to be an NFT is worth X amount of hash rate or X amount percentage in the pool? Exactly. Which way are you going with that? Yeah. And that kind of goes into our legality and uh, how we're handling the SEC and not being a security and making sure that we protect not only our staff, but the investors. I guess they wouldn't be investors. They're more members. Uh, but just anybody who purchases an NFT and invests in a membership with us. Uh, so how we're doing it is uh, we are going to take our total hash rate and uh, or the total amount of miners and split them up in be uh, between the total amount of NFTs that we have. And then uh, we're going to be doing a stake to rent system. So you'll, uh, you'll lease your NFT back to us and then we'll lease in return. We'll give you uh, a lease for a portion of a miner. And so it'll be on a contractual basis. And uh, so, yeah. That 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 way, uh, you know, we stay compliant with the SEC. Uh, we're not giving a percentage or a share of the company or any of our profits. Uh, at that point, the the income from the miners is comparable to a cloud mining service, and with that, uh, none of the income that is made through a cloud mining service is the cloud mining services income. So 
uh, it it just works out very well for us and for our uh, customers where uh, we don't have to worry about paying uh, the tax on the income that we get unless it's income for our DAO and anything like that. And so it, it, it just works out very well for a lot of different reasons, a lot of different aspects. And it's also, uh, we believe, the best system for distributing hash rate that we've currently been able to find. I will have to say um, it is a absolute breath of fresh air to hear a project in this space say things like, you know, before they're even going, we are worrying about SEC and making sure that people getting involved with our community are safe, uh, thinking about their safety as well as yours. And uh, I definitely uh, commend you for that. That's something that a lot of projects don't look into and can really come to hurt people, especially in countries like uh, the United States and Canada, where they have very strict laws uh, against things like that. And uh, it's just very refreshing. I noticed like at the very bottom of your light paper, there's a whole uh, reading about pretty much, you know, like disclaimer and reading through that made me automatically just realize that uh, you guys are playing it by the books. And that's really the way you're going to have to play the game moving forward, knowing that blockchain was invented to, you know, kind of re retool the system. Right now we have to play within the system until, you know, it collapses, which is pretty much on doing itself. So yeah, it's very refreshing. It, it, it crypto really is uh, disruptive to the system, and you know the people at, at at power definitely don't want disruption. They want to keep everything as coherent and in control as possible. And you know we're we're as a project, we're not trying to push that envelope and really try to be the disrupting factor. We're just trying to you know we're 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 located in the United States where we're on that chessboard. And so we can only move our pawns, how pawns move and, you know, so forth. So we're, we're definitely trying to just be as compliant, as responsible, as coherent and, you know, get it, make everything as blatantly obvious as possible and without any gimmicks. And so, yeah, we're, that was one of our, uh, I think even before we had an artist, that was one of our main goals was, uh, ensuring that we're fully compliant and ever since then we've just been keeping up with it trying to keep up with all of the new legislation all of the new bills that pass and just ensuring that you know it doesn't affect us or that we change to adapt and grow with it and so yeah i mean even to the point where uh we're we're we're, we're fairly prepared for anything that may happen as long and you know, our, our goal is to keep the our investors and our members um, as, you know, as safe as possible. And I think it's important. And I think it's also important for the health of the Kadena ecosystem in total. Uh, it would just look so bad if on the news uh, we we were like anything about Kadena was the next uh, ripple case. You know, they'd be like, oh, why is it, you know, why is this happening? Why is that happening? It's just not the best publicity. So we certainly don't want to end up being a negative factor for anybody for any reason. You know, we're, we're an empowerment project. We're trying to financially empower people. And sadly, a part of that means that uh, we can't be like our little mascot, our punk otter, and we can't be, you know, challenging the system. We've got to, got to be the, the good otters. <laughs>
so to speak. Yeah, for sure. You gotta you gotta play the game, and uh, right now that's just the name of the game. I'm sure. Maybe in you know five ten years from now the game may change, but up until then it's just play along with it. So I'm I'm just happy to hear that there's a, finally going to be a big project like this that I actually might be able to get involved with because I'm myself in Canada. So uh, I, I definitely know the the worries of uh, dealing with that kind of stuff and. Uh, it's you know a lot of younger people don't think about it when you're young you don't think about you know taxes and blah 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 you know you're thinking you know i just want to make a bunch of money (laughs) so it's it's good to hear that even in that case you know you're still looking out for them you know they're not going to have to worry about that kind of thing most certainly and I, I think it's super, super smart to be, you know, as as worried about all those things as possible, you know, taxes, making sure that you're uh, positioned properly for them, you know, regulation, just all of it. So that's it makes us happy to hear that. And, you know, we're we're trying to reach as many people as possible. So to hear that it may enable you to do that or other Canadians and also Americans and anybody else. That's you know, that's our goal. And that's. It just, you know, makes us happy. So now uh, going further into the future, I noticed also near the uh, end of your white paper, you talk about uh, light paper, I should say, uh, you talk about project hosting and partnerships. Now in the future, you're looking to possibly have like, say, another room or something in your data center where you host miners on other algorithms or would they just be other like KDA miners so that they only can mine on the same algorithm as KDA? Yeah, so uh, the idea behind that is to kind of empower the Kadena ecosystem. So uh, we're certainly going to, as far as I'm concerned, as long as this isn't something that's going to be a detriment to the project, uh, I'm going to be pushing for it to be only Kadena projects, only hosting Kadena miners, uh, just so that it's it's similar to what the uh, grant project is doing. You know, if, if uh, projects can have a stable and reoccurring uh, source of income, it can empower a lot of these projects to do a lot of great things, especially the community-based projects that, you know, once they get their funding, it's just a matter of time until their DAO funds run out. And then, you know, a community is left with like, well, what do we do next? We think that, you know, having the ability to empower other projects to you know, generate stable income while providing real world value securing the blockchain, decentralizing it further, uh, you know, helping with the transaction throughput, everything is super important. And uh, kind of back to the logistics of it, uh, we're, we're building our data center with enough space that we can expand into the future. And uh, we're looking to, you know, we're looking to hold the amount of spaces for projects that when we sell out that amount of spaces, we'll be able to at least uh, buy and build uh, another facility in case we run out of space as to not hinder uh, the original DAO and the original collection of NFTs. Because, you know, our goal is to provide the most hash rate to our holders. And in the end of the day, we can't, we're not, you know, the other projects that we'll be hosting for. So we're trying to find a decent balance between uh, how many extra spaces should we build? How many of those extra spaces can we dedicate to a another mining project so that when those spaces get filled up, we can build a new facility and have new spaces and, you know, kind of go from there. So 
uh, yeah, I, I, I think that uh, we're certainly going to do it as long as it makes sense and that, um, you know, it's not going to be a negative impact on the income for, uh, you know, our, our holders. It, uh, it sounds like it could be a really good opportunity to other Kadena NFT projects as well who have, uh, you know, are minting their NFTs and accumulating this, you know, these wallets full of this, of all this Kadena to be able to maybe then turn around and invest it in some miners and have them hosted with you guys as a way of them bringing, you know, further value and further um, uh, value into their project through pr- uh, perpetuity and just keeping going and keep going and keep going and maybe throw that into some liquidity or some kind of uh, uh, bond or something to get even more value out of it. It just seems like a, a good way that other projects could uh, take advantage of, of what you're offering to bring in some more revenue for themselves. Yeah. And I, I even think that there's a huge potential with uh, projects that like to do charity stuff where um, one of my thoughts was, uh, and something that I kind of want to uh, uh, personally, when I'm going to, I'm going to be buying about 20 to 30 otters just because, uh, you know, there's not much <laughs> in the uh, mint funds that's uh, left for me. So I'm going to be, you know, buying the otters to be able to benefit from it and be able to vote and have a say in it. And uh, one of the things that uh, I think would be really cool would be instead of uh, us say that we wanted to put five to 10% of our mint funds into uh, saving an endangered species of otters, something like that. I think it'd be really cool to, uh, instead of taking that five to 10% going and donating it, what if we bought, you know, five to 10% and bought miners and then dedicate all of the income from those into, uh, you know, doing whatever that charitable thing was. And then we could have it be governed by our uh, smart DAO or smart contracts that will withhold enough funds to replace the miners and so forth like that. And then you'd be able to continually do good. And uh, thinking about other projects, they could have, you know, they could buy 10% of their mint funds for a charity. And so the income from those miners get is, goes into their charity uh, fund. 10 to 20% could go into let's do giveaways, you know? And so we're also trying to develop our, uh, our smart contracts. Uh, I like to call it our smart accounting <laughs> just because it'll, you know, just uh, delegate where the income goes and so forth and be able to, you know, really have these interesting ways that you can be, you can just fund the, the, the existence and the, uh, the future of a project and what they want to do and the impact they want to have uh, just by, you know, having a a autonomous uh, maintenance for the miners and, you know, us providing that. So I think there's a lot of potential there and it'll be, you know, it'll be cool to see where we, where projects run with it, where, uh, whether we want to do something like that for our own project and, you know, the, the DAO is going to just be, be the ones deciding that. So it's super exciting. For sure. So now let's just, uh, just out of curiosity, um, I know you're, it says that you're looking 
uh, to probably launch through one of the launch pads. Now that there's a few that are established themselves and have started, you know, listing like Hypersense starting to list uh, that they're going to be uh, launching the different projects and Arcade has uh, their launch pad as well as others. Now, um, have you decided to start maybe looking into making some choices in that perspective? Yeah, we actually have. And I think this is going to be the most alpha leak of the conversation today. Uh, we just started um, developing our own, um, basically, uh, our, basically our own marketplace and minting function on our website, and uh, you know, just all all of those things because we're we're going to have a dashboard for being able to see your mining income, how much hash rate you have actively, and so forth. So uh, it's it is looking. Uh, it's just it's. It's looking like we're going to be hosting our it ourselves, and then we'll you uh, we'll list secondary on any marketplace that's willing to have us. But the reason that we're doing that is just because uh, it a lot of the different marketplaces have little nuances where it has to be this, it has to be this, and we're like, well, what if we want to do this and also have that? You know, if we go with the marketplace, they would have to either you know, completely add a new form of infrastructure to their website and so forth. And so for us, it kind of just makes sense because we're already going to be developing such a um, large dashboard and a complex system for our DAO that uh, we're just, we're looking to probably and most likely pretty much 99% sure at this point that we're going to be developing our own. And uh, so we've started the kind of preliminary uh, uh, things for developing, uh, you know, all that infrastructure. And so uh, within the next few weeks, it should be, uh, you know, we should be heavily into that. And I would say that uh, we should, uh, in, in two to three weeks, we should have maybe two to four to be safe. We should have our pre-sale and uh, everything ready for our uh, our presale mint. So we're going to have the function to mint a presale and so forth. And then within a month or two, we should have our full dashboard and everything ready to, you know, launch and get out to you guys. Awesome. I'm definitely looking forward to uh, seeing the progress because uh, you guys have definitely uh, put your thought into this. Uh, how how long have you like when when exactly did you start? thinking about this like when was the inception date of this idea just to get an idea of how long you guys have been working on this yeah so uh that kind of goes back to when i started my tiktok so i started doing my tiktok last year around april and i would say around july is when i first thought of hey you know uh i saw that board ape had done something in the real world where their nft was the access to it and i thought hey what if an nft was access to my giveaways on tiktok that could be pretty cool you know a, a way to make it more fair so that you know people could make a bunch of fake accounts and follow me to try to win and kind of rig it and stuff and so uh, i had i had made a nft and they're, they're actually still on the uh ethereum blockchain somewhere 
where I was going to make uh, just golden tickets, kind of like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, and, you know, just do something fun with that. However, I realized that the Ethereum fees were so incredibly insane that I just couldn't, I couldn't subject my followers to that to pay, you know, any any amount of the gas fees to be able to participate in this. And so uh, I kind of gave up on that, just went back to my TikTok. And then uh, I would say it was either October or December, probably in, in that around the three month range or so, uh, where uh, I had, you know, been mining Kadena for a while. I had a few KD5s that I had bought. And it hit me. I was like, wait a minute. Kadena has its own, you know, its own NFT system. It has a pact. I didn't know it was called pact at that time. And it just hit me. I was like, wait a minute, no gas fees or basically no gas fees. Uh, all like, it's my favorite miner that has been doing amazing. I think there's so much upside potential. I, you know, slowly been becoming a Kadena maxi. It hit me. Hey, I can, I could use Kadena to, post these NFTs and be able to do what I had been trying to do on Ethereum. And uh, ever since then, it became a more serious idea. And uh, so just about, uh, we're coming on close to a year here soon, but uh, yeah, so I would say about a year, a little less than a year, but we have been uh, another thing that has aided in our slow development is that we have been trying, you know, with only 10% of our mint funds going to development, that's a fairly uh, small, small portion for uh, a project that's, you know, engineering and building a data center and, you know, everything extra than what a normal NFT, you know, needs to be. And so we've been, we've been keeping our, uh, our team as small as possible. And of course that has lended to us, being one of the slower developing projects. However, in the end of the day, it has worked out wonderful for us. We haven't overpromised uh, any of our uh, development funds. We're, we're right on track to be exactly where we think around that 10% mark. And, you know, so it's, it's worked out very well. And uh, we're, you know, now that we're getting uh, all of the precursors finalized, we're bringing on the team that we need and, you know, utilizing that, that budget that we have. And, you know, we brought on our engineer to ensure that everything we do is kosher and, you know, all the math adds up like we think it will. And that, you know, all of the projections that we're saying are going to be accurate and, you know, just make sure that we can deploy this as efficient as possible. And so it's been a, it's been a long journey and, you know, we've had a quite a small team, but, you know, that's just going to result in more uh, KDA in each each person's pocket. And, you know, we're we're focused on on being as efficient per dollar as possible. So uh, without, of course, uh, hindering or, uh, you know, bringing any risk on board as well. You know, we certainly have to cover our uh, cover our tracks and make sure that we're doubling back to, you know, ensure that what we're planning is as possible and logical and will truly have the impact that we think it will. So it's super, super exciting, but it's been a, it's been a good, uh, a good journey, a, a long journey, 
and a good one. It's it's become my uh, full time job for the past year, so uh, it's been it's been awesome. That's a great story. It's um, it's one that I hear very often too of the whole uh, Ethereum. Just you know, the gas fees and everything just weren't something that you wanted to really deal with, and who really who does? So uh, I, I really that's really all the questions I had for you guys. You guys have, like I said, you've laid yourselves out very well. You've definitely done your planning and done your setup. Um, if anyone listening has any questions, feel free to definitely uh, send an invite to speak and we can get you up here. But um, as far as the giveaways now, uh, how uh, were you wanting to handle this? I was thinking mostly just like take a screenshot of all the different people that are in here listening and then run do it afterwards or how are you looking to do this let's do let's we can do a twitter picker while we're live and that way uh you know just makes it easy <laughs> have a little excitement for the everybody who's been here and before before we do that and before if anybody does have questions i do have a question for uh kpn if you guys are open to it sure of course go right ahead have you guys thought of potentially doing a NFT project for the Kadena Project Network and somehow including, you know, the, the goals of bringing exposure and bringing awareness to, uh, you know, other projects on Kadena? Have you thought about if there's a way to do kind of an NFT with that and having an, a bigger impact? Um, it, it's something that we've discussed, but we've also realized that uh, we're not really in this for any kind of uh, to build a project of our own. Our project is, uh, like I say, is more of a soapbox. We uh, just want to be a platform for other projects to be able to present themselves to the larger Canada community because we do have a fairly good reach uh, with our social medias. So we're just, we're more interested in uh, spreading the love and the information more than bringing it in for ourselves, I feel. I respect that. And I like that a lot. Who's to say though, what, uh, you know, will come in the future. (laughs) Yeah, no, I was about to say, if you do end up doing it, we'll be, we'll be purchasing. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Now um, I do have the Twitter picker open. I don't know if you have it open there or how we want to do this, but. uh, No, that works. I I was just about. Yeah, I was just about to pull it up. So if you actually want to do it, that would be that'd be awesome, you know. Sure, we got. Uh, so I got setting the options for making sure that you follow both us, both of our accounts. Uh, we got sixty-three entries. So first, I guess we can do uh, the what is it? Three whitelist spots. So yeah, and if you we'll actually do the, 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 do the smaller prizes first, if what you want to do. Uh, how we usually do it is uh, uh, we just select the total amount of prizes as the amount of winners. So if you wanted to do four winners and then uh, you can either do the last person picked or the first person picked uh, gets the one free mint. It's up to you guys. Sure. I'll set it up to four winners and I got 63 entries and let's hit draw and see what happens here. Perfect. And right. good luck to you all. <laughs> so let's see if uh, I'll start looking through the names and see if any of the names listed on here. The first person I am going through, like the very first person was listed as teens from Mars. I don't know if teens from Mars is here. I'm looking through all the, the names. I don't see that one, which means 
Now this is going to be, let's say this one's for the free mint. So the first name I find, so I'm going to go through the first four that were drawn. And if none of these four are listening, then I'm going to redraw all four of them. <laughs> Until we find a winner here. Uh, so teens from Mars doesn't seem to be here. So the next one is Michael Edem. So Michael E-D-M-1. See if uh, he's in here. If you hear your name, uh, start emoting or going crazy so that I do see it. Uh, the next one, uh, Dre2840, blah, 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 a whole bunch of numbers. Uh, All Day Dre, a.k.a. I don't see that one either. And Ghostfoot was the last one, and I'm not seeing that name either. So hopefully we can get someone that's actually here. Oh. Most certainly. All Day Dre. Oh, I see All Day Dre is here. Hey, there we go. We have a winner for the free mint. <laughs> awesome. I was, I was going to say I can matching up the emos. It was hard to see because all I saw was uh, the notes. So, oh, here we go. Stepping up to, hi there. Welcome. We stepped up to request to speak. But either way, uh, make sure you send a message to Full Spend Yacht Club and they will hook you up with your free mint. You'll probably just have to give them uh, an address for them to uh, jot down. Yeah, just DM us and we'll be taken care of. Yo, sorry about that. I don't know if you hear me. I'm super excited. Appreciate that, man. Thanks. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Appreciate it. All right. So we'll redraw the four names that uh, I had first. So the next one for the whitelist. First name I see pop up, I definitely see here as a listener. Uh, Mr. Kennedy, one, two, three, you've won yourself a whitelist, so make sure to send a message. Uh, the next one I see is LWKI with a little uh, kitty cat emote. Um, looking through, I don't see your symbol in here, but if you uh, do hear your, your name, make sure to go crazy. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to uh, then, it for you as well. <laughs> yeah, just got to keep kind of scrolling back and forth. Uh, Soul Family Soul, Dr. Ambika15 is the ad. I'm looking through to see if he's here. And they're here. Awesome. So, yeah, awesome. Make sure you uh, message them for uh, a whitelist. Let's uh, see if we can get another person that's here. Um, Crypto Valter or Carol Carol P one seventy three. I don't know. Do you see that name anywhere? I was gonna say usually they're here. <laughs> yeah, that that's a common person. Yeah, they're they're OG. They they're all, they're amazing supporters, but they they don't seem to be here today. Mm, I'm sure they'll they'll get themselves a whitelist at some point. And then that. Uh, their OGs. They have one, I'm sure. They, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> they have one. <laughs> uh, so we got Saran V619. It's got a little gold uh, smash spider as their uh, picture, but I'm not seeing that one either. So we'll do another redraw. Kadena Canada. Is Kadena Canada listening? They're usually uh, in here listening to our things. Just had their name come up. Yep, he's listening. Kadena Canada. There you go. There's the third whitelist spot. And would you be uh, open to uh, replying to the tweet with the winners? Yeah, for sure. Let me uh, just quickly 
make sure that I. Or even if you wanted to DM us it, we could certainly do that as well. For sure. That is no problem at all. So we got Kennedy. I'm just quickly jotting down the ones on here because I got, I'll just leave the page open. Just kind of making myself a quick note. Uh, CAD Canada. There you go. And then the first uh, uh, all day, was it all day Dre was the winner of the free mint. So Dre. Two eight four blah blah blah. Awesome. So we will definitely send out a tweet uh, with that, and um, make sure, like I said, if you're listening, to just send a quick DM to Full Spin Yacht Club, and uh, you know, share our messages. So thank you very much uh, for coming out. That was a very informative and very awesome AMA. I learned a lot, and uh, have to say, um, you guys are very well thought out, and seem to really have your uh, your things lined up, and really seem to have your you know everything going strong so uh thank you very much yeah no thank you for having us on it's it's been we've been you know waiting uh waiting so long to get on here and just uh you know be able to bring you as much information as possible and have as much set in stone as possible so it's it was an amazing opportunity it's been an amazing hour it's been you know it's been great and hopefully maybe we'll be able to get on here another uh another time with you guys when we're you know, got our pre-sale uh, data center going and, you know, answer some more questions and do more, you know, just everything. So we, we, we greatly appreciate it. It's It's been amazing. And, you know, the work you guys do is also amazing, you know, pushing the uh, Kadena ecosystem where we all want it to be. And so, yeah, we're we're deeply grateful for you guys. Awesome. Thank you very much. Um, whenever you guys have anything new that you want to present, you just shoot us a message and we will definitely get you uh, get you into a space or whatever you want to do. So thank you very much, everyone, for coming out tonight. Congratulations to all the winners. Like I said, we'll be uh, sending out a tweet as well to remind you. Make sure you guys message uh, Full Spend Yacht Club and claim your prizes. So thank you very much, everyone, for coming out tonight. Thank you, Full Spend, for uh, coming and joining with me today. And everyone, take care and have a great evening or day or whatever wherever you are in the world take care everyone thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was the full spend yacht club ama hosted by the cadena project network recorded on wednesday august 24th 2022 for terraspaces.org i'm finn thanks for listening Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thinker do Two plus two Show me what that thinker do Two plus two Show me what that thinker do Two plus two Show me what that thinker do Two plus two 
big thinking energy always gets the best of me when I kick it in the lab messing with new recipes gotta mix and match flip the latch letting rhythm scratch no shit spitting facts with my vision smash big trip aristocrats dishing out a list of trash missing wisdom this fish is too big to catch better let the missus know where you hit the stash watch your next step bro before you hit the traps walking on eggshells tripping over landmines and I'm about done dealing with these damn lies man I'm looking at this planet like a franchise chastise into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move change the view just a bunch of pecker heads living in a chicken coop picking at the dinner finger licking like the plate is good so kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do two plus two show me what that thing could do two plus two show me what that thing could do two plus two show me what that thing could do two plus two